saying it's recording. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> but, uh, um, did, you, did you see that thing on Facebook? Someone made a complaint about... Um, apparently there was a sort of out, uh, uncontrollable party at the weekend with sort of more than 30 youths playing loud music to late at night. No. Uh, no, I didn't see that. No, no. Yeah, it was around the Bear, around Fairfield sort of area. Bear Hill. No, that sort of dodgy area over the dodgy other side area. of the river. Yeah. Well, there, there was a party up here. I can, I can, uh, I can. Oh, uh, truth coming out now. I hope there wasn't more than thirty kids. No, there was sixteen, and yes. uh, they were all very well behaved. They weren't that loud, but uh, we had two bouncers on the door, and it all went very well, very smoothly. All right. <laughs> well, I had I had reports of loud music down at Evangar Road. Did you? Who was who said that then? I can't say names. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but no, it, but it went off very. So I must admit, I did panic the night before. I thought you because uh, Sue and Tilly were were planning it all, and I thought, are you sure you're allowed this? And uh, you are uh, outside of what have you? And uh, no, it went off went off as smoothly as these things can go. With, uh, it's, it's sixteen. I thought it was only fifteen. Uh, no, you're allowed up to a group of 30 outside, aren't you, apparently? All right. To be quite honest, I don't remember anymore. I don't remember anymore either. And then, I, and I was thinking, well, for Christ's sake, they put them in a classroom of 35 or whatever it is these days. <laughs> so it's hardly, you know, they're outside. They weren't inside at all. So it's hardly going to be, um, you know, pushing the boundaries, is it? But uh, spend time at school together anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but when when the country sets rules, the rules are rules. They should be followed. Yeah, well, there are some parts that yeah, you know, the country you just don't have to follow them, do you? Really, you know. It's a very small area in Whitchurch near the station, is it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Obviously, it is above above the law. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, but um, what, what's your take? On, well, should we do an intro of the film and then have a chat at the end? Um, yeah. yeah. Mr. Benson, what? this is your film, so I'll let you do a little intro. Um, right. on. Someone's got a bit of a memory loss there. It's my film. Oh, it's your film, is it? Sorry. Thank Sorry. you. Yep. Well, first yeah. of all, let's introduce ourselves. Um, my name's Blue, and um, it, this is back to the film. Um, you are... I'm Rob. And, and I'm one... Adam. Yeah, and I'm Adam. And tonight, Rob, we're going to be talking about... Zero Dark Thirty, the... Film adaptation or storification of the search for Osama bin Laden after the 9-11 attacks from the point of view of a CIA, what is he, analyst? Analyst, what yes. I'm not really sure quite what your class are, who's who gets employed pretty much straight after 9-11 and it's her, what, seven, eight years of searching for Osama bin Laden, trying to find out what's going on and the trials and tribulations they go through, the, the different countries they're trying to deal with. It deals with issues of the torture, uh, intelligence gathering, changes in presidents, and finishes with the, well, I suppose you call it successful uh, assassination, elimination, targeting of Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. In Pakistan, that's right. Yeah, that sums it up quite nicely. What, uh, I mean, out of the out of the corner, what's your initial, uh, have you seen this film before? I've never seen it, I must admit. I've never seen it before either. I've yeah. seen it before. Have you? Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, initial thoughts um it just shows you how what a cock up 
um, and the way the Americans do things, okay, maybe it's not been reported how we, uh, sort of other countries have done things, but how they can sort of, well, exert... how things how things get missed. Uh, I think is a good way of putting it. Missed is a, a, a very big sort, of, yeah, good word. I mean, mm. but how things can go seriously wrong um, when rules are not followed. That's right. That's right. I mean, basically, this film is America. Uh, this is my take on it. If you two see it differently, then go for it. But basically, it's America's obsession with getting Osama bin Laden basically at all costs. And they reckon it costs about three billion for this mm. whole thing to to, um, which is a hell of a lot of money to get one man. But that's by the by. But I think it was it was an interesting take on a focus, and they were just focused on killing these people, not solving the problem, not stopping someone else from rising up and taking their place, not but, looking at why it's happened. It's literally, these are people where we must kill them, and once we've killed them, it'll all be fine. And it's, yeah, but yeah. sometimes, but don't you think, you, in some ways, you can't blame them because of no. the anger and the sort of loss that they... Sort no problem with the idea of, of sort of neutralising and destroying the Al-Qaeda network, but from watching this film, you felt that killing Osama bin Laden would do that. And we know from history, it's still around. Okay, it's not as strong as it was. There was no sort of attempt yeah. to, from, well, from this, they didn't see attempt to call it, didn't yeah. they? But, but uh, it's it's like um, when nine eleven happened. I mean, we all remember nine eleven uh, uh, mm. and what have you. The world did change after nine eleven. It became a far more you know the, the, um, volatile place, basically, didn't it? But but um, with the death of Osama bin Laden. Nothing changed, really, did it? I mean, when it when it happened, it was announced by Obama, which in itself um, they reckon because that was in his midterm, just before his midterm, wouldn't it? And, and mm. uh, they um, they they reckon because in the film they allude to the fact that they they think they know where he is, uh, a Bin Laden is for goodness knows how long, and they don't do it. And, and two hundred days or something was it? She yeah, was that's right. right. And, and they reckon that. But or one theory is that they only did the attack when they did it to help Obama's um, uh, ratings just before the midterms or midterm elections or whatever it is, or, or and that sort of thing. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. And I, I really admit this film was just focusing on one element of it. Also, there's plenty more we possibly don't know that was going on about other people looking at other parts of yeah. Al Qaeda. Okay, okay. Yeah, but then also a lot of things you have red tape, don't you? Yes, mm. and, and, and sometimes and, you've got to jump through them sort of hoops to sort of get to that sort of being able to do that final yeah. outcome. And in, yeah. in, a, in a lot of ways, so you should. Otherwise, people would be doing things willy nilly, wouldn't they? Like having yeah. parties. It, it was interesting that they had that sort of risk group who were deciding on the probability of him being there, and they had to keep going back and trying to justify the reason for the attack. Which is, yeah, it's a sensible way of doing it, trying to make sure it's right. But it did make you think how difficult it is and how well Bin Laden had actually placed out his compound that they couldn't find it for so long. And when they did, they could never actually get in there to confirm what was going on. Yeah, yeah, no, he certainly kept himself covered up, didn't he? In, in, in the film, I think there's uh, nine or ten kids, but didn't he have 22 children, Osama Bin Laden? Because he had three or four wives, didn't he? He was... Uh, Not um, sure. I presume some of them were older, so maybe they were elsewhere. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, that could be... They may not all have been young. But yeah, it it started off, well, quite scary, isn't it? The torture scenes is almost at the beginning of the film where they're trying to beat the confession out, well, 
yeah, talk to someone into a confession. And it, oh, it, yeah, it works its way through. And I didn't realize it was as long as it was. It was over two hours, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, one thing I liked about this film was that there was no, um, you know, wishy washy backstory to all the, um, uh, all, all, all the characters in it. It was sort of like Maya was this, and it, and you didn't get a, uh, there was no sort of love story simmering in the background or anything like that. It was just, um, just focusing on the facts which made this film or, or well, on the supposed facts which and made this film quite enjoyable and i suppose enough you didn't get any airplanes with the wrong color paint on it did you no 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 i must admit i didn't know anything about those helicopters they used at the end but that that is all true isn't it we'll get to that bit uh, obviously to, uh, a bit later mm-hmm. but, but uh, uh i didn't know about um, Hawk, uh, those uh sort of um, undetectable helicopters and all that sort of business well, harder to detect, never undetectable. Yeah, harder to detect. I would, not be no offence to the Pakistani um, air force and that sort of thing. I wouldn't have thought they need them there that much anyway, would they? Because, or what sort Pakistan of air force? Pakistan is reasonable because they're close to a state of war with India all the time, aren't they? So they do have. Oh yeah, I suppose they are, aren't they? Yeah, they've, they've um, been on the brink with them. But it's a difficult country because if you think how mountainous it is, to be mountainous it can be. But then this was right near a military base, but. Anyway, near the beginning, the bit that the only bit that really confused me about is her female friend who gets killed when they're trying to get a link through to someone who thinks he's seen Bin Laden. And she's I, obsessed I'm with agree with you. you say your part about that, but I think I'm possibly going to agree with what you're going to say about that. The, when they all get blown up, do you mean? At the, uh... yeah. I couldn't work out her bit about cake, her obsession with it. It, it seems out of place from everything else that had happened i don't know if that was just me well yeah there was the, the cake was one thing so i think she wanted to make a cake to make him feel welcome but why on because this is true why on earth would you let some a known uh sort of terrorist or or sympathizer or whatever that you're trying to get information from drive up to the middle of your compound and not be stopped in any way i mean if he asks you know he'd obviously said i don't want to be stopped and searched on my way in that to me that's a bloody red flag for christ's sake that just seems like such um i don't know such a balls up to have allowed that to happen so how many, seven people died, didn't they, I think? You can only assume that it was sort of hope on the CIA's part that, you know, if they could win his loyalty, they could get this sorted out. Because by then it had still been going on for years, hadn't it? Yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. There's hope and it's stupid. Yes, that's quite right. That's how I see it. There's hope and there's uh, bloody stupidity, quite frankly. Uh, and obviously it's a ter- it was a terrible waste of life and everything. But to think-, think about it from the point of view of the two guys at the front gate who were going to have to check him out in the first place, they were probably quite happy he went past. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, Two's better than seven, isn't it? Yeah. Not to lose two, isn't it? Not yeah, not when you remember the two, but uh, but uh, no, that part of the film, I thought, because that, that, that's supposedly based on on fact, isn't it? I, I, I can't believe that they would have been so. Um, well, you you'd first of all sort of stop the car and get them to walk a distance, wouldn't you? Yeah, not drive right up and circle the car yourselves. It just seems uh, so, so um, amateurish to have allowed that to happen to me. But then again, I'm not in that line of work, so I have no idea. You know, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But but uh, but I mean, no, that just seemed so um, such a an obvious mistake that 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 uh, you know what happened was 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 inevitable. Basically, I've turned another bit watching the film. I'd forgotten quite how quickly these 
sort of attacks had been happening. So you're going through the first part of the films when you think there's 9-11, there's the attack at the hotel, there's uh, London attacks, and you're actually thinking they were happening reasonably quickly and often. They were back then, weren't they? I mean, and I'd just forgotten that. Touch wood, we've had nothing like that for a fair few years, have we? The, the last, um, uh, well, I can't remember the last bombing, but the last um, well, attack was Manchester, wasn't it? Oh, it was Manchester? Yeah, yeah the Ariana Grande arena. Uh, yeah. arena. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then there was the uh, three uh, blokes that went berserk up in London, didn't they? Um, uh, yeah. stabbing people people and what have you but there's been nothing on the scale of london bus and obviously nothing on the scale of um the twin towers for for quite some time is it although in europe they've had a few bombs and lorries yeah lorries driving into people isn't it yeah what i can't stand at the moment in the news right you had that activist shot shot in the head yes yeah yeah um but then in the news it says um, yeah, the police believe this is not a targeted a um, a targeted attack. No, there was something in the the news about um, one of her friends was saying that she thought it was more to do with gang violence in the area mm. than a targeted attack on her for the Black Lives Matter campaign. Yeah, how they know? Because because the th- the four blokes that um, that. Uh, that did the shooting sort of came in a car and then just went into the back garden and shot randomly, didn't they? Because they were from a rival, uh, a rival gang. So that, that's what they're saying on the news now. Well, it wasn't, it I, wasn't I, a specific I, go in there, find her and shoot her. Yeah, but how'd they know? Well, I don't, we don't, I don't know, know for sure, but that's what the theory they're working on at the moment. But they can't go in there and say one thing or say another thing. They're, they're looking. But that's a strong statement to say that they don't believe it's a targeted attack. Yeah, well, I don't think the blokes actually went in to shoot her because she was, I think um, it's more to do with turf wars or or gang wars and that sort of thing. And she just happened to be in the wrong place. That's a typical politician answer, that is. No, it's not. I'm just saying what I've seen on the news. Typical politician. Well, what's your take on it then? Well, I just don't know how they can... I don't, my take is, is I just don't know how the news can say they don't straight away. They said they didn't believe it was a targeted attack. How do they know that straight away? So is it all right for them to say straight away it is a targeted attack? Then they oh. don't know that either, do they? Just because it's someone who is a is well known. But you don't need to, you don't need to say both statements, though, do you? You just say someone's been killed um, by gunfire. X end off. But. It wasn't the police who said it. It was his, uh, her friends who said it. Oh, it's a newsreader. It said on news. The newsreader said it. Yeah, the newsreader said it after the people had commented and said that. The news is all sensational, aren't they? I, I don't think uh, uh, how that can be straight away. Is that said to sort of calm things down? Well, I'd imagine it would be to calm things down because if it was a targeted attack, then um, it, it's not minced the words. The the four individuals that went into into the garden and and did the shooting were um, uh, black men from another from another gang. If if it was a targeted attack, I and she'd been receiving death threats. I would assume that if she'd been re- receiving death threats for her um, activism and and what have you from. Uh, from white people. So if it was four white people that went in there and and shot it, shot randomly and shot her, then yeah, it would be a targeted attack. But that doesn't appear to be the case at the moment. 
and they're probably trying to calm everybody down. From the, if, it, if they'd said they didn't know anything about it, it was or it was a targeted attack. This could have caused a lot of racial strife when they don't think it is an issue. Is it better to let people sort of hold back and think about it, or make them let them think the worst straight away and potentially cause more problems? Oh, I, I just felt it. I, I just didn't know how they could say it. That was all. Going back to your own argument, it's better the two than the seven for the uh, being killed at the gates. It's surely better to hold everything back and put people's suspicion onto it not being a racial issue, than let people make up their own minds, cause lots of chaos and angst and potential rioting, and maybe other people would get hurt. And that's why I think that woman also that woman was so wrong by by oh just let them in they don't need to be checked really that does yeah. show a level of arrogance that I mean the military rule advising against it it just seemed very wrong but obviously she had more power yeah well, I said at that point okay you stand it on your own we we'll get back x amount of distance and you can meet them on your own that's what I would have said yeah yeah, yeah. if you uh, let you get blown up by yourself. We're standing with guns on them, but I mean, th- this film got all sorts of uh, um, ca- caused all sorts of strife in America for uh, for its and depiction Poland. of sorry and Poland and Poland. Why is that then? Well, because they're from Poland, didn't they? It's shot to a clip of Gdansk and identifying it as a black site, and the Poles did not like it because they said they didn't have a black site in Poland. Oh, right, right. Come on, Adam, did you not watch this film? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. But uh, in America, there was all sorts of repercussions because of the showing of the um, the torture and what have you. How, how do you two feel about torture when it comes to getting information? That's wrong. Torture will get you information. Whether it's true, it's real, will vary an awful lot. Some of it you may get, but so in the end, I don't know that it's worth it. It's not right. Yeah. It's not right, is it? But unfortunately... When you're in sort of a them sort of in like a war environment, high pressure situations uh, yeah. environment, them sort of things are going to happen, aren't they? Because everyone's mm. going to be very um, hyped up. They're going to want to try and find the person who's been orchestrating these attacks and stuff like that. So that they're going to do them whatever they can to try and get their answers. It's yeah, right. If I remember rightly, wasn't it Bush that opened up all these things like Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, uh, and, and what they point out in the film, wasn't it, that um, Barack when he, Obama, when he came in, wanted to stop it? Yeah, that's right, and Obama wanted to uh, end them all. Uh, mm. that, that's If I remember rightly. That's but then right, if he yeah. wanted to end them all, would they have got the end result? That's true. I mean, there's a lot to be said when you say you know all's fair in love and war, and and uh, or other things you can say like you live well, by actually, the sword. Actually, the torture and the, the interrogations and everything made them go down the wrong lead for a long time because it was in that that they said that the guy was dead, who was actually the link in the end. They found two and Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So there's arguments both ways, and we didn't see all of the data, and we don't know everything that happened. And well, I think it, it's wrong to use it. They obviously didn't believe it, and they. Who knows how much it helped? Yeah, yeah. Personally, I mean, I'm glad. I, I, I torturing someone is a hell of a thing I, to to expect any individual to do, and 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 uh, you know, it takes a certain type of person that that's. Oh, you could, well, some people might say they're a lunatic, but they're, they're obviously completely dedicated to what they to what they're to what they're doing to go to those sorts of extremes but uh, in some ways you've got to be thankful that there are people out there prepared to do that sort of thing to get to the to yeah, get but maybe to it's the not the people proof. doing it it's the people above them telling them to do it isn't it 
Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you, you see in the film, people actually doing it, and you think, oh, that's just bang out of order doing that. But it's we didn't see, is it the people above or the people in suits sat back and uh, the Pentagon sort of saying, right, you will do this no matter what. Oh, they'll keep their hands clean with the comment of, we need this information, go and get it. They're not going to tell you how to get it, but how they're to not going to yeah. stop you. Yeah. But it was shown by the, the guy that she sort of starts off working with for who sort of leaves and goes to the Pentagon. At the end, he just can't take it anymore. And he says he's leaving. He's not doing it anymore. And, Sometimes and, after monkey, doesn't it? Um, he does monkey. He does make reference to the um, uh, to the fact that times are changing when it comes to, what, what do they call it, persuasive interrogation. Mm. He said, yeah, you don't want to be the last one holding the dog collar, which is, which is a way of saying you don't want to be the last one caught you know, chaining them up and what have you. Hmm. But, but uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it is a really contentious thing, isn't it? I mean, it's, uh, part of, part of, it's easy to say, you know, all's fair and love and war, but then are you just drawing yourself down to their levels and creating more strife for yourself in, in, the, in, the, in the long run? Which is what, one of the things I thought at the end of the film, all of... Uh, they, they make no reference to what happened to... Um, uh, Bin Laden's uh, children, or all the children that were in the house, because surely there, there were. But I think they're all in all there were fifteen children in the house. So that's having seen their parents and goodness knows what else shot and double tapped and goodness knows what else. Surely you've got fifteen potential martyrs uh, uh, on the on the. Uh, well, I suppose they'd be at that sort of age now that are going to have a right axe to grind with America yeah. and, and the West, aren't they? So. They, they potentially yeah didn't exactly in, well uh, i know that's it they went there to do a job and they did it as ruthless as it was but uh you know the, it, it's difficult to, to justify doing all that sort of thing in front of in front of kids isn't it but um but then like you say all's all's fair in love and war i suppose i don't know it was a good watch <laughs> it was a good watch yeah it was, it was a good film it was a good sort of uh, you were brought into the film and you was what you know got sort of involved and sort of watching the story sort of go on sort of stuff and and I think it was a a good sort of man cave watch wasn't it <laughs> yeah directed by um Catherine Bigelow do you do you remember the the other film that we've watched uh yeah hurt locker she's obviously got quite a um I think for these sort of gritty, uh, no-nonsense war films, isn't she? Uh, yeah, I was looking through her um, the, the list of films she's done. I think the only one I haven't watched is Detroit, so I might have to try and watch that at some stage. Yeah, they all seem to be quite uh, entertaining, don't they? But like I said, mm. what I really liked about this film, there was no messing about like a love story in the background or there's no backstory about any of the characters, was it? It was just, this is what they do, this is their job, and this is how they're going to, this is how they went about it. Which was nice for a change. It was. You don't see many films like it. I think one of the others I've seen like that that I really enjoyed was Master and Commander. Mm, yeah, that's got no love story or anything, and it. it just is a film about the characters, and I enjoy it for that. Yeah. Ooh, what's that? Um, sorry, my phone's beeping. Oh, is you taking a call? What was recording? No, it should be on. Do not disturb. It's this new update from bloody Apple, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I must admit, <laughs> since this new update, right, my battery's not lasting a day. No, uh, I'd agree with that. On, on my fo- Apple phone, yeah. I don't know what it's doing. 
but yeah, my phone dies after about come about four o'clock. I'm having to put it on battery save mode. But anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, this battery would be virtually dead flat by the time we stop talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I well, Apple have been fined for it in the past. I'm, um, actually, we better not say too much. We were putting it on Apple <laughs> podcasts, and we, but uh, but uh, no, <laughs> Apple, Apple would never do anything like that. <laughs> well, no. I'm saying back since... to the film. Yeah, back to the film. Yeah, I mean, the only time you do start to th- well, you start to think you might start to get a bit of a backstory on one of, on a couple of the characters is when uh, is it Maya and Jesse are having a, a meal in the, in the hotel that gets blown up and they're j- just literally having their first glass of wine and boom that uh, uh, lorry car bomb goes off in the, in the front of the hotel and blows the place to pieces but because uh, yeah. um, the impact on her as well when everything's looking normal oh that was a very good scene but, yeah, yes, yeah. luckily she had almost same Got a bulletproof glass in her car. Yeah, in front of the. I do wonder why they didn't wait for her to have driven out a bit more. It seems a little bit early because they knew there was a guard there. They only had to sort of block another street and they could have. But anyway. Yeah. Mind you, that guard was like I was holding the gun above the the tower and (laughs) shooting down. He he was just in a wooden wooden tower, wasn't he? You're thinking there's not a lot of protection in that, is there? That's right. There's no way he's going to poke his head up and see what take a few shots, was there? But but I must admit, the the actual, uh, I think it lasts 22 minutes, uh, is the scene where they're in the helicopter and then they uh, and then they land and the helicopter crashes and what have you. That's how many how helicopters we... were there at the end picking them up? I got very confused there because they all just about fit into two helicopters to get there. Yet somehow them all fit into one helicopter with all the information. There must have been another helicopter. No, no, there, was, there was there was a second helicopter uh, came to came to pick uh, came to pick them up. Yeah. But um, it lasted 22 minutes, and that's exactly the same uh, as the uh, raid itself took. But mm. uh, it, it, that, that was that was really gripping. I thought that the the actual uh, you know the the bit yeah they didn't they make were... them look superhuman or anything. They made them look they couldn't get in through some doors. The reactions it just made them look quite human in what they were doing. Yeah, there was a couple of like they blew one door and it was bricked up right the other side, but it's so they'd go back round and. And mm. uh, up and down the set, yeah, no, it didn't make him look like they were some sort of uh, what's that universal soldier business where they sort of yeah. run around and you know, bang bang. It was uh, it was it was a lot messier as well, wasn't it? With the, yeah. with the way they shot them and then did a double tap into the chest to make sure and and all that sort of uh, all that sort of business. It was quite uh, quite quite graphic in it, where it, it depicted. You know, they, they've said with all their all, all the testimonies they've had, that's about as close as to what happened as you can get, basically. Well, it shows you what sort of highly trained soldiers that they were, isn't it? Yes, yeah, they you know, they've got to be highly, highly trained, haven't they? To it, the, I was a little bit sort of thing. <laughs> when they were in the helicopter ride there, and they said, "Right, who hasn't been in a hel- helicopter crash?" And everybody put their hand up that they had been in one. <laughs> in one before, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. It just okay. I'm not sure I want to go in a helicopter anymore. Yeah, no. Well, they do say that from the moment a helicopter uh, leaves the production line, it's doing its best to fall out of the sky, basically. So, because uh, there's a lot of hell of a lot of moving parts of one of those bloody things, isn't there? But uh, yeah, uh, you, I think um, you know you you might have a chance if you had the time and the money to learn how to fly an aeroplane, but I don't think you'd ever 
uh, the aeroplane's uh, got that ability to glide, you hope, haven't they? Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's that. Well, there's, there's only so many levers in a in a uh, aeroplane, whereas a helicopter it seemed to be, you know, uh, pulling up, pushing down. Your feet are going in different directions. Your wrist has got a twist, and Christ knows what else. But uh, no, it's it's uh, far more complicated, and, and that's just a normal helicopter, isn't it? But uh, yeah. But um, no, I was really impressed with this, um, with the end scene and what with the with the actual, uh, you know, going in and getting Bin Laden. And it's and it's funny that they never showed Bin Laden, did they? Uh, no, at all. Sort but, of hinted at him a bit when the end back in the army base. Yeah, but yeah, they never showed him. Because uh, did they? Am I right in thinking that they actually um, dumped his body at sea somewhere? Or well, they apparently gave him a burial at sea, didn't they? A burial at sea. All right, okay. But, they took uh, him out to an aircraft carrier in the Indian Ocean, I think they said. Just, uh, just uh, dumped and why, him off. And why was that then? Why a burial at sea? Because then no one can go and try and find his body and make a martyr of him. Make him, yeah. Completely just a nameless, unknown. No one knows where to go. No, nowhere to sort of try and make a special site. He's just lost. All right. And the other thing, um, you when uh, when. Um, Oh, who was the other chap? Um, the the uh, leader of Q8. What was his name? Um, leader oh, of Q8. Not Q8 of uh, uh, Iraq. Um, Saddam Hussein. Mm. He saw all sorts of pictures of him after he was killed. I don't think uh, there's ever been a picture of Bin Laden, has there? Um, Saddam Hussein uh, that was killed by the Iraqis, wasn't he? Yeah, he was hung, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so they took him, so it wasn't controlled in the same way. The same sort of way, no, no. Gaddafi, there was plenty of pictures of him if you wanted to look at that. In those cases as well, it might be an issue that people really needed to believe they were he was actually dead. Yes, that's true, yeah. You did yeah. see some photographs come out in the news when they, when um, Bin Laden yeah. killed, didn't it? was you? a picture when I saw, yeah. Oh, was that? I've never, never seen no, There's I mean, one of his face, ever... wasn't there? Yeah, that was it. But then again, right. that, could, that could have been doctored, couldn't it? Could have been, yeah. Just don't know. Yeah, I'd be I'm really surprised if um he was taken alive or anything like that, and and uh, he's still being interrogated now because that no, I'm sure that would have come out and in. Well, it would have. He was on dialysis, wasn't he? Which was meant that they had to have doctors looking after him the whole time. Uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. And they've just had the the biggest gossip president the the world has ever seen. So I'm sure he would have. <laughs> I can't tell you who I just met, but his initials are, you know, uh, ABS or uh, ABL or whatever it was, or something or other. But Osama bin Laden, OBS or something. OBS they used to call him, yeah, or yeah. But his name's actually spelt differently. I, I it's Osama or something, isn't it? Yeah, yes. that's what they were saying. They UBL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake, I've got myself mixed up now with. Uh, yeah, yes. With. Uh, with some sort of with some sort of postal delivery system, <laughs> but uh, no, I I thought I did enjoy this film. It was a good film. I was not sure about watching it, but someone else's recommendation, and I think it was well worth it. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why did they say they recommended it to you? Uh, they were just. I asked. Um, Can you think of a good film that's on Netflix at the moment? I haven't had a chance to look, and it was the first one that came to their mind. All right, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, uh, this is quite quick because we're all ag- agreeing on it, but uh, um, should we mark it? Yeah. Go on, uh, then, Mr. Uh, Benson. Yeah. 
Or no, uh, Rob, you're first because it's your yeah. film, so you go. I'll give it a nine. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a nine too. Yeah, I, I think. I'll, well, I'll give it a nine as well. It was. Uh, it's. Um, it's. It, you don't know how accurate it is, but it's as accurate as the information we've got at the moment. It's and, accurate. And, that it was a good story. It led you through a person's battle to try and find it out, even if it wasn't entirely true. It was engaging, and you wanted to know what's going on. So why yeah. why why nine then and not ten? There were bits of it that didn't quite make sense. Why they had uh, some of the characters in it, they just seemed to shove in for no real reason. So, um, what's his name? The guy who played in Torchwood, who's just suddenly in it for a little part, and you're just thinking, I'm not getting why he's there. So there were little tweaks and twerks that just stood out as being not entirely necessary for the film. And I think they put some people in it just because they to put them in it for their name. And I don't think they're all needed, and that's why. Oh, what that's right. It was a new Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Barrowman, that's it. John Barrowman. Yeah, John Barrowman. Because uh, he was just yeah. suddenly there. It sounded like he was a reasonably important character, and then you never see or hear of him again. It's like, what? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'd give it a nine rather than a ten. Um, a ten is for the, uh, an absolutely outstanding film that I'd like to watch time and time again. I can't really find anything wrong with I really enjoyed this one. I might watch it again in the future, but it'll be a few years. I did enjoy it. I'd suggest other people watch it. It's not quite the same. Yeah. I think there'll be a remake or another film on this same subject, uh, perhaps in 10 years' time when all the facts are out, and, and uh, that that will probably be uh, equally as uh, you know, good and what have you. But at the moment, with the facts that we've got and, and what have you, this is a really good film, really worth watching. Hmm. And, why? Why are you nine and not ten? Then blue. Oh, it's just a, it's just a figure come out of my head. Mm. <laughs> but okay, that's as good a reason as any. But uh, well, that's going to show me something about a car fire outside Bombay Sapphire. Ooh. Oh, is there? all goes on in Whitchurch. Always the other side of the river, though, isn't it? Oh right, yeah. Okay. But um, what? Uh, yeah, isn't that our side again, Bombay? Bombay Sapphire is... Uh, it's the other side of the it's river, the, isn't it? It's my side of the river. Yeah, we cross over the river. Right, right. Yes, that's... Talk, it. Talking of which, Blue, have you managed to get uh, permission from your boss yet? No, it's not permission that I need. I need to check my diary. You know, and to be honest with you, I haven't checked my diary. Because I, I do have lots going on in, in the month of June, and I don't want to double book. Okay, well, have a look now. I can't because I'm on the phone. If I press something else, then I get off this recording. Yeah. yeah. And I don't do that. No, we wouldn't want to have to do a re-recording of anything because we'd forgotten to press the record button or it had gone wrong. I suppose you could get someone reading a book to finish it off, couldn't you? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Whose choice is it next week? It's mine, isn't it? Yes. Well, you see, you've really annoyed me now, so I've had a look, and Bombay Sapphire Blue is on our side of the river. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it crosses over, doesn't it? Because then it's the river, you yeah. go over the bridge. So you go yeah. over the bridge, and then the river's the other side. Uh, yeah? Yeah. You go over that white bridge, out free folk. Yeah, and then turn around the corner, go around to the left, and then it's up on the left, isn't it? Yeah, so it's our side. Oh, Bombay Sapphire, Joe. You know, I was thinking you. Uh, I was thinking of the Blue Ginger, but no, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. 
But to where? I hope those bloody great tanks don't get uh, scorched. If they went up, we'd all feel it, wouldn't we? We'd hear it, smell it, notice the windows, it might be gone. Probably taste it, I should think. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only you... a car. It's a car fire, isn't it? Yeah, so it shouldn't be. Car fire, so it should be all right. But uh, have you ever been to that uh, one of those gin tasting uh, experiences? I've been on the tour. I haven't been on the. Ex- I haven't been on the gin tasting experience. I've been on the tour though. No, I've not been. It was Sue's been and come back uh, very happy at the uh, at the end of the um, tour and experience. Exco's been a few times. Yeah, so, so, do, does Exco like gin? Of course. Oh does. yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, no, when, whenever Sue's come back from there, she's been uh, very chirpy. Whenever Exco comes back, she's got another bottle of the stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> That's always good. Are you trying to say that Sue's never chirpy then? No, I'm saying she's always chirpy. Chirpy's a little cricket, but uh, can't keep up with her. But um, but no, uh, <laughs> enough of that. Might dig yourself a hole. But um, uh, might dig yourself a hole. Come on, yeah. But it's it's my choice for next week, isn't it? Yeah, and I think <laughs> I've got uh, there we go. an old classic, and it's a. Oh. Com- comedy horror, com- comedy horror. I'm not sure if it's horror, but it's a good laugh of a film, and it's called Tremors. Your- it's called what? Tremors. Tremors. <laughs> Blue's so very, quiet. very quiet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it already. It's just a, good, it's just a good, easy watch, good laugh. In your opinion? In my opinion, and yep. Yeah. You broke into the wrong goddamn restroom, didn't you, you bastard? Oh, he's got some lines already. God, he's going to be on form next week. I'm best sure my battery's charged, didn't I? So you're breaking you up there. Out there, bro. I best make sure my battery's charged on my phone, haven't I, for next week? You best, yeah, best <laughs> yeah. But uh, you need to be looking at that diary and uh, sort sorting yourself out. Uh, hey. It's a busy household. I've got lots to do. Such as? Give me three things. I hardly get time to sit down. Yeah, right. You've had a bloody week off. I've had a week off yet. It's only been a couple of days. Well, uh, I fin- who I cares? My it's a long weekend. I finished my driveway. You know, we'll be getting another skip uh, um, next week, so and there will be space in it. I know that for, for definite. Oh, excellent. Okay. So uh, you will be a pair of you will be able to chuck some bits and bobs in there. Oh, excellent. How much? Half? Sorry? What do you mean half? Half skips worth? No, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> do you know, uh, all in all, I think I've had about 24, you know, those great big uh, sort of one-ton bags that scalpings and, and gravel come in. Yeah. I've had about 24 of those. And when, uh, when I started, I was thinking, what am I going to do with 24 bloody bags of... Uh, the bloody things are going to be all over the place and they are all over the place. But I think out of all of them, I've got three that I didn't end up cutting with a knife in frustration. So I could empty the bloody things. There's <laughs> like some sort of, you know, uh, one ton bag carnage in my front garden. I've got a pile of them, which will, you know, damn near. Uh, any of them dry and cleanish? Cause I could use one of those of putting in my boot for taking rubbish out to the tip. Uh, yeah, no, you're welcome to have one. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll put one, put one aside for you. Well, so, try and come up and get this weekend. All right, then I'll, I'll, I'll try and uh, I'll put it to one side because uh, we're away on Sun, we're out on Sunday. But um, oh, away, uh, away. 
uh, out. <laughs> oh, Sunday. out, out, or yeah. out, out. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I'll put one to one side to uh, make it obvious. You can come up and grab it. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks. But uh, but um, no, I thought I was going to have it be inundated with the bloody things. But um, no offense to the driver that came and dropped off the the gravel. It was his first day, and um, uh, I can't imagine how difficult it is. But well, I can uh, using one of those arms that pick the stuff up and you know drop it, and it's all remote. He's got a little remote control sort of thing, and and uh, when the other drivers had been, it had taken them literally about ten minutes to drop you know, 10 bags and, uh, he had, um, 10 bags of stuff to do. He was there for about an hour going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. And and I'd said, can you stack them, you know, one on top of the other? Cause that, that way it's easier to unload. You could just make a cut with a knife and, and the, the stones would come out into a wheelbarrow. And, yeah. uh, the first one, he did the first one. You could see he looked quite chuffed with himself to get one on top of the other. But that was about as good as it got. The others all fell over and ended up making the bag underneath roll over so that the stones are on top of the bags, in the bags, and yeah, the bags yeah. are bloody buried. Oh, Christ. So what have you got for a period of time? They're really good at crane games. I bet they are. I bet he is. But but he was, uh, no offence to him, you know, he was a nice chat, really chatty and everything, but you could tell it was his, it was his first time doing it because the crane, he, he would come forward then go back and then go forward too much and then back and, and uh, God, it was all over the show. But We all have to start somewhere, Mr. We Mike. all have to start somewhere. Yeah, no, that's right. It's like when I was using the digger out there, sometimes I would stop, go in, have a cup of coffee, go back outside. And I swear to Christ, the, the controls on the digger had changed because uh, the bloody thing didn't do anything like I wanted it to, to do. But, uh, you know, by the end of the end of the couple of three days, you get the hang of it. But there were times I'd go out there and think, well, this just does not do what it was doing 10 minutes ago. And I'm sure it's the same for, for this chap sort of thing. But I was literally his first big drop of 10 bags and, and uh, you could tell the pressure was on. But uh, but then I had a, a grab lorry come out on Friday and I'll recommend this chap. Um, uh, if ever you need a, a grab lorry, um, I'll recommend this, this bloke to you because I reckon he could pick up, you know, he could pick up a, a, a feather off the off the front of your garden. You'd look at the bearing in mind there's a huge great big pile of earth on my front garden and you wouldn't mm. know it'd been there. He'd sort of skimmed off the top and hardly touched a blade of grass. So uh you'll be doing it so long, so dexterous with this machine, you'd you'd hardly think a huge great big bucket had been involved with with what's going on. But uh no, he was uh, really, really good with the machine. So what have you got a gravel driveway now? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, how many cars can you get in your driveway now? Three, I should think. Three. I mean, three or more if I, if I move the fence down the side of the house, sort of thing. I must admit, I overordered with the gravel. And uh, when you walk down the side of the house, it's like trying to walk up Chisel Beach. It's about foot deep <laughs> in places. But you, know, you've got to really. Drag Did you bury feet. some fossils just for fun? Well, I, I wish I had, but uh, but uh, no, it was. Uh, I must admit on. Um, thursday because i had to get it all done for tilly i didn't have to get it done i said to tilly i'll get this done for your birthday and and thursday when they arrived after about two hours of um shoveling gravel then trying to put that uh you have to put that membrane underneath don't you in that wind mm. or what have you and uh, i thought oh, i'm never going to get this done and i said to jack I'll, I'll i'll pay you to do it on uh on saturday with a mate and um 
uh, I offered them a stupid amount of money, and uh, my God, it was like watching some sort of uh, you know gravel beetle going through the. Well, it's like watching a tremor going under, <laughs> going through the gravel, and they were up and down, up and down. They did it in about four hours, and uh, I was really, I thought, no, that's money well spent because it was going to bloody kill me trying to do it. But, so you uh, didn't do it yourself? Not not that part. No, I let I left that oh. menial menial part. Gosh. But no, it looks a lot, lot better. Should have done it ages ago. Didn't realise what a bunch of dingles we look like. <laughs> so, but, uh, so will there be a third car on the driveway soon then? Well, no, I don't think well, it's going to take so long to uh, get get his test and what have you. And uh, you know, mm. Jack doesn't seem over bothered on uh, on getting a car. His mate, uh, he's got a mate, Aaron, who's uh, bought himself a car, and obviously Reese has got himself one, hasn't he? And and uh, um, no, Jack doesn't seem over over bothered on, on getting one. Well, it's going to take him about a year in normal ways to try and get a driving test, isn't it? The year yeah. backlog. Yeah. Well, at the moment, it's taking him that long to find an instructor. I think he's quite happy, uh, mum and dad, sort of driving him around and what have you, uh, um, mm. and. Uh, picking him up and that sort of thing. So, uh, no, he doesn't seem over, over, but I remember when I was a nipper, it was like two or three weeks after I was 17, bang, I had my test and I had a car, but it doesn't seem quite so important to, uh, to, to kids these days, is it? Is it because they're lazy or environmentally conscious? You've got to wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer to think (laughs) it's because he's environmentally conscious. No, it's because mum and dad pays for everything, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah. It's a I mean, so has Alan not been out? Has Alan not been out yet? Um, Rob, um, done a little bit. I don't want to get him into sort of the habits of how I drive before passing it. Sort of having proper lessons and trying to do his test because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't pass a test without concentrating and anymore. So I, I don't want to do too much wrong for him yet. So it's only the very basics I've been working on. Well, it's in clutch control. Yeah, clutch control, what you do when you're checking the car, or fitting and sitting down and checking it all. But, yeah. Oh, I'm just doing clutch control at first, getting used to the car. Mm. Getting used yeah. to the car and changing gears and then start worrying about the things after. Because driving, there's so much things to think about, isn't it? There is. You don't know the car, you don't know about gears, about sort of how the gearbox sort of flows and clutch. And then you've got to worry about... 10 to 2, your hands at 10 to 2, feeding it through the wheel, mirrors, and you think you can't do the basics first and then work on yeah, that. Yeah, that's the way I intend. That's why I intend to try and do it. Whether it'll last mm. or not, I don't know. Do you reckon but, you'd pass your driving test if you had to do it again? Uh, yeah, I think I would. I think I'd need to have some concentration and read the highway code again. But yeah, I think I think I'd be all right as long as they didn't ask me to go around that roundabout by Wicks and Basingstoke. Uh, yeah, they cocked that up, haven't they? I've never seen you go round there in the right bloody lane. Uh, I think I've only been round it once, and that was really late at night without someone blowing their horn at me because lanes just disappear and appear, and next thing you know, you're going off in a, completely the wrong bloody direction but yeah but you do you must admit you do <coughs> hog the road in that four by four of yours don't yeah you? bloody right yeah. and that's why the, that's why the um lollipop man pops out on you yeah that bastard got me again uh, but um i had a puncher the other day did i, t- did I tell you last week punch no. oh christ and i'd i'd 
had in my gar- in, in my shed a, a trolley jack, and I thought mm. that's going to make things you know easy. Put it under pump, 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 and it lifts the car up to about quarter of an inch below where it needs to, so I can get the other bloody wheel off. It's not just a, and uh, you got a fanny about getting it down and then putting blocks of wood under it. I felt like trying to smash the bloody thing, but uh, anyway. You ain't no mechanic, are you? No, no. You definitely ain't no mechanic. No, quite. And you had that, and you had that nice new shiny toolbox for Christmas that year. Yeah, I've still got that. You want to be mechanic toolbox, and then you Mm. sort of then can't pump up your bloody car to change the wheel. Yes, I I did it in the end, obviously. God, yeah, I bet you called the AA out. No, I bloody didn't. Roadside assistance. I would have done if I if I thought about it. But uh, the last time I had to change a tire on the car, the most complicated and the most annoying bit is the little plastic caps that VW put over the bolts. Yes, they don't give you anything to take them off with. No, you end up smashing the <laughs> bloody things. Yeah, off. trying to yeah. get a grip on it to pull that off was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been there, done that. Do you two need to get a grip? The pair of you, don't you? Well, if I had a grip, it would have come off easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, if I had a set of grips, it would have been, it would have been all right. Struth. But what, uh, what's that? What's that thing that they use to, che- um, to check the engine oil level? Uh, it's your namesake, a dipstick. Oh, <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, that's made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I got I got, uh, I got Tilly the other day. She was walking. Um, she, she had to. She was going to get in my car, and she walked right past the bonnet. And I gave the. I don't know why it occurred to me to do it for a joke. I just gave the horn a really good blast, and she jumped up in the air about two foot. You know when someone looks at you really angrily because they've been made to made to jump. So, <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, you had to be there to find it funny. Let's uh, move along. <laughs> so, but um, but uh, no. What uh, is there any other news you've got from the from the pair of you? Nope, not as far as I know. Afraid boring at this end. But uh, who'd you go to the pub with the the other day? Then was it? Uh, you, uh, oh, wait a minute. There's something we haven't talked about, and it's what those bastard Europeans did to us over the weekend at the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. First of all, did, can I ask you, be be honest? Here? Did you actually watch it? Some of it I did. The points coming in or oh. not coming in, whichever way you look at it, I watched. Yeah, no, I can be bothered. I was seething with anger, but I thought the way that uh, the chap got up when he got w- at the end of the voting and he realised he had no points, the way he sort of jumped up and put his arms off, I thought, yeah, good, you know, good luck to you, fella. Good luck to you. But, did have uh, comment that it wasn't a good performance. Someone that was watching it said to Etsuko. So maybe that had an effect. But did you really expect any different? Oh, yeah. I didn't expect no points at all, for Christ's sake. Not even no, I am very point. hurt that Malta didn't give us any points. They usually give us some. They usually give us something, yeah. But uh, no, mm. that uh, Europe have really got it in for us at the moment. Yeah. But, uh, what we want, what we need to do is win the Euros. So they, that starts week after next, doesn't it? And then, uh, yeah. And then stick it to... We'll have to... Um, uh, well, I'll have to look at the schedule for the Euros as to when we podcast, haven't we? Otherwise, uh, we don't want to clash, do we? Definitely not. No. So, Definitely uh, not. My um, One of my team, she had tickets for one of the semi-finals at Wembley, 
but because she got cheap seats, Wembley have decided to spread everyone out, so they refunded all the cheap seats, so all the corporate and all the hospitality people have kept them. And she is seething because she bought them about two, two and a half years ago. Oh, bloody hell. It's typical, isn't it? That's bang out of order, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That is that is annoying. Money talks. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Money. Yeah, you're dead right there. Money does talk. Yeah. So, well, okay. So can you um, put that lovely film on the um, WhatsApp group so I can remember to watch it? Yeah, as long as you go to it with uh, an open mind and uh, (laughs) just to enjoy, just to enjoy it. So mark it already. I'll give it two. (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic. You can't give it such a low score. If I I I mark it already and give it two, that saves me the pain of having to watch it, doesn't it? No, you, no, because now we want to see why you give it a two and what yeah. makes it so low. We need your, yeah. your comments on it. Uh, all right, I look at Wikipedia, I find out some comments, and I come back with some comments on. Well, the it'll be the first group. time you have looked at bloody Wikipedia <laughs> or or done any sort of bloody uh, research for one of the films we've watched. It's because you don't. It's, it's doing a film review. Doesn't mean you have to sort of spend five days review um looking up facts and that sort of stuff about the film. I watched the film for the film it is and then give my well, opinion of how I feel about the film. Dare I say it, Blue, actually watching the film is a good start. Um, well, yeah. I mean, there has been a couple of a bit of hit and miss with you sometimes. Well, yeah, because there has been some sort of, well, some films that we've been given and it's just <laughs> too much for my eyes. It's a strain. No, you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll if you don't find parts to laugh at in this film, then there is something wrong with you. Gosh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, I, I look forward to it already. But uh, no, you you get on and uh, go and ask ask your boss if you're allowed out that weekend, and then I'll get on and uh, uh, book the curry. Yeah, I, I'll check the diary because I, I must admit I have got a few invites, and I've got to do this. 30 mile run in June. I don't know when it is. All right. What's that? Not a run, a walk. Sorry. <laughs> better. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 30 mile walk is for um, Macmillan. All right. Well done. Well done. Uh, uh, for charity. That's good. Yeah. So I'm not too sure what, what weekend that is. So I'll best check all that weekend as well. Okay. No worries. I'll best buy some decent trainers, I suppose, as well. Yeah, yeah, make it all makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and don't they reckon it's sort of going to get a bit of a heat wave in June? Well, it can't be any warmer from today, wasn't it? Can't be any worse than it is now, (laughs) is it? But uh, God, it's like spring, isn't it? It's been bloody awful, quite frankly, isn't it? It's uh, every time I've thought to myself, right, I'm going outside to do some more digging up or whatever, down would come the bloody rain. I think I've yeah, because this time last year we were all complaining about, well, not complaining, but it was twenty-one. Well, it was, I think it was uh, twenty-one was the lowest, wasn't it, last May? And it was twenty-eight and thirty, and God knows what else. But uh, this year it's been. I think it's only been above twenty-one degrees once in the whole of the country in the whole of May. It's the wettest May ever, isn't it? Ever recorded? Or, or well, at least it won't be a hosepipe ban. Oh, don't say that! Don't say that! Christ's sake. <laughs> And I suppose one one thing is the grass looks green, doesn't it? Oh, it's gone bloody berserk! 
It's, it's, he has uh, required a lot of cutting. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's gone berserk. But uh, no, it, it, mind you, it only takes a couple of three days, and you be, I can't remember the last time it rained. But uh, that, that's the fickle way we are in in this country, aren't we? Bloody. Uh, um, but the, then the wind we had last Thursday and what have you. Good God! Oh, that was terrible. Watching both, both train football and thinking <laughs> this is like midwinter. It's, it was all, I'd imagine it was almost too much to train, wasn't it? I'd imagine it would blow the football all over the bloody place. Well, you know, well, well, I suppose standing up on a bank, the wind was coming in, but maybe further down it was more than in a dip. So perhaps it didn't get it too windy, but yeah, it was well windy. Almost, yeah. bl- almost blowing my flat cap off it was. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> flat cap off. Shocking. Yeah. Should we get you a sort of Velcro strap you could put over the top and under your chin just to keep it on? Well, but like a door stick, a door, um, a deer, deer stalker. Yeah, I can see you in a deer stalker, Blue. Yeah, that's quite my bag. Yeah. But hey, okay. Well, well I'll look. At, I'll look at get check the diary, um, and I will come back to you ASAP. Yep, and uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get a table booked for around the corner and whenever. Uh, well, uh, well over a year since the last one, isn't it? Yes. Are we going to have to wear masks at the table? Well, you can while you're trying to eat, but uh, I'll take mine off. <laughs> no, you take your masks off. It's just while walking around you need to be wearing them. Yeah. I suppose you'd be right because you'd, you'd, you'd have a bottle of wine down, down in front of your your, your um, old chops. Do you know, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I'd, uh, I'd think I'd... Bloody near kill myself if I drank a bottle of wine now. I, I just, I'm not just going through one of those phases where I'm not drinking, and I think it would bloody kill me to try and drink a bottle of wine. Although, after a couple of drinks, I'll, I'll give it a good go, I suppose. All right. Well, okay. Uh, well, I'll get sorted. I'll get sorted, and I'll come back to you. All right then. Cool. Cool. All right. Then we go with... right. Tremors next Tuesday. All right. No problems. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Right, that was our look at the 2012 film Zero Dark Thirty. I hope you liked what you heard. Uh, if you did, please take the time to rate and review us on Apple or wherever else you get your your uh, podcasts from. And uh, if you want to keep in touch, then the uh, email is backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and a couple of other places. All right, uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>